Welcome to the Divine Joy Circle with your host, Tina Van Leuven. This podcast is for soul-inspired entrepreneurs who find it challenging to create and maintain their ideal work-life balance. Listen in and experience how you can let joy be your guide to creating money, miracles, and true wealth in all aspects of your life and business. Hi, I'm Tina, and thanks for taking time out of your busy day to join me here inside the Divine Joy Circle for another episode of Joyful Connections, and I'm very happy to be welcoming back one of my special guests, Nalini from Chalice of Wisdom and FieldTuning.com. Welcome back, Nalini. Thank you, Tina. It's good to be here. Yeah, gosh. I would just love for you to share a little bit about we're leading up to Equinox time and I was just you know reading in some of the astrology reports and everything how they're talking about this being a big reset and recalibration time and yeah, I'd love you maybe to talk a little about what that is, what that means, and especially for anyone who may not be astrologically speak um, attuned. <laughs> okay. Sure. Yeah, the astrology for this month of September 2016 is just nuts. Um, it's it's great if you you know if you really like the change that's happening. There was a new moon on the first. There's another new moon at the end of the month. Um, so that's a double reset within one month, and it's of course the September eclipse window, and that always an eclipse brings things that were hidden to light. It also um, occults or it's just another word for things that have been in plain sight because it, it shields the light for a bit and it creates an opening. So there is a, there's a set of eclipse, paired eclipses every fall, every September, every, you know, toward that time of the year. It's a different season for you. And um, also in March. And it's interesting because this big reset that everyone's talking about is actually lasting in between the two eclipse windows from the eclipse window in September to the eclipse window in March, there's this huge reset happening. And we can all say, yes, the reset has been happening for some years now. Um, we're in a new cycle. What's happening right now, it's a little bit like world meat blender. <laughs> it's this is good because everything that needs shaking will shake. And everything that needs, you know, to go into this turbulence, into this chaos is doing so. And it's pretty much the whole world. So, you know, if things seem really chaotic and, you know, plans change all the time and it seems impossible to do that, there are astrological influences that are affecting that. Neptune is one of them. Neptune and Saturn are dancing rather tightly into this square and that's structure and dissolution dancing together um, in very general terms. That's this month, but then, of course, we have the effects of for a long time. But even without just that astrology paired with a lot of other things, you know, that are that are dancing, Gaia is going through a particleized, a particleization. I'm not even sure what words to use, but particle by particle, bit by bit, shifting. It's huge reset. So if we think of a being, any being, you, me, a tree, you know. A rock <laughs> as being a collection of things, a, a, a config file of these properties, like a mineral has these properties or a tree has these properties and the elements that come in. We think of a tree being the wood element contains earth, air, water, fire, because without that, without the assimilation of that, it wouldn't have life on this world, right? 
well, it's not just those elements, it's all the things that come together, whether it's our past lives, future lives, they're all happening at once, you know, and the mind usually can't grok that, that's okay, but we bring in these, these what we call past life memories or genetic memories, you know, if you don't believe in reincarnation, it doesn't matter, you don't have to, and, you know, or future life or future experience things or things that are in the bloodline that are extrapolated from the past, which is what our genetics do. Our DNA says, here are the patterns I've inherited, then I'm going to project that onto the future. It's just what DNA does. We bring that stuff in with our bodies, and we become this collected focal point, this particle of that experiences life. Okay? Every single one of those particles within Gaia, within the Earth, is shifting right now. Every single one. Now, does that mean a tree will become a rock and a rock will become a tree? Probably not. Does that mean your body is going to forget how to be a body? No. You know, but everything is shifting its form, and it will perform its functions in completely new ways. And that is being maybe radically uncomfortable because... We have no reference point for this. You know, in the bodies that we inherited or we built to come into this life, they don't really have a reference point for that other than our cosmic origins. So if we tune into like your essence, your authenticity, the light that comes through you, the spirit that comes through you, however you talk about it, you know, it's just words for all the same thing. That is what to pay attention to and ground on because what's happening from this eclipse window to the next one, which is March of next year, it's just this radical turbulence and just the vibration of what in this world is called chaos into the mix of everything. And it's the threshing floor. It's the scourgeify spell. You know, it's, it's all of that, that that's what's happening on this world. And so it, um, it can feel and look like a bit of a mess at the moment. But as we all know, that mess has actually been there. And some, some say, oh, well, it's all coming to light now. It's all going to be fixed. Well, yes, but probably not the way that you think. <laughs> you know? Yes, it's all being shaken up so that it can be dissolved and things can change. And you know, everyone has a different idea of how that should happen and what's and so what helps is to let go of that a little bit, not to accept things that you would be radically opposed to or that absolutely don't resonate with you. Of course not. You're here to resonate with what resonates for you authentically, but to relax all that judgment a little bit and say, well, okay, this is what's happening right now. Deal with that. Don't project into the future. It won't help. You can't see it. It's a turbulent, chaotic mess right now. You know, can some things be seen? Yes, oddly, a little more than they could, which in this kind of turbulence is strange for someone who sees. Mm-hmm. You can see because you can see the depth currents. You can sort of see the depth charges, the stuff impossible. You can see it moment to moment, but then it will change. Tomorrow it will be different. So the way to handle it is to relax, go inward, find your essence, get the spirit within, and let that move through you and literally replace take over and replace all the old patterns that are being shaken up to leave mm. you know that's in a hugely turbulent time that's great and i think what's really interesting because what gets in the way of that is whenever distractions show up or you know, people procrastinating or delaying tactics or whatever so that's interesting because huh? i mean, the best remedy would be sure that meditation 
practice is really our sacred quiet time is just really some kind honored of every day mm. and some kind of activity moving your body helps even if it's just a short walk yoga tai chi qigong you know any whatever you do it's not so much what's better although some things are but whatever discharges the energy and helps it to move through your body keeps your chi from stagnating that will help and to try and do even just something little every day you know i'm not not to overwork the body because our bodies are really going through it right now but the quiet time whether it's meditation contemplation a quiet walk you're going within time however that is even if it's you know doing a face plant on your bed and putting the pillow over your head for 20 minutes that can work in a time like this it's just your quiet time and then also balancing that with some movement of the body to move the energy to get get these things shifted mm. that's really interesting i think also as far as you know looking at the ways that we have operated in this world the ways of going about things and taking actions or not taking actions feels like that's all shifting as well it's just like well should manual that we may have made up in the past is null, void, deleted, no longer functional. And so now what, you know? <laughs> well, first thing we do is we take those manuals and bonfire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really? You know, oh, but, but I wanted that one little, there'll be another lifetime for that. You know, <laughs> really, they won't, it won't help. I mean, it's not that there wasn't truth in everything we've learned. This is a, a broader, wider, deeper expansion of, truth in a whole a context that we're learning we're all learning it right now so it's like throw all that stuff away and deal with the moment you know use what what you've learned and see how it works though don't assume that oh i know how to do this and this is going to work maybe not right now i mean everyone's encountering that like oh well this has always worked for me Ooh, now it doesn't well that's because everything is changing. It's no one's doing anything wrong. Everything is shifting. All that stuff, the manuals, the things we've learned. Yeah, was there truth there? Yes, absolutely. But it's all shifting now. Radically shifting. And so shifting with it and really using the intuition, really using your connection to spirit in the moment, that's what will, what will function. And the same from one moment to the next. You know, we're in. We're streaming, we're in morph mode right now, and it's not, it's not going to stay the same. Yeah. Well, I've been finding it really interesting, too, to have a look at the different things that feel joyful for me in each moment, and then noticing how with some of those things, there may have been some judgments on that, you know? Such as, for example, the other day, I was like, you know what? I don't feel like doing anything. I'm going to watch Netflix, and I'm going to watch a whole series of, I can't remember what it was. Anyway, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> on the one hand there was this voice going well that's not very spiritual you know you should be you know good stuff <laughs> and the other voice oh yeah <laughs> exact opposite to what the other one was saying and it was really interesting to observe the other voice to piss off yeah. exactly exactly and it was so funny because i'm noticing this now i'm going gosh i thought that that was cleared up but it's almost as if this is giving opportunity to really as you say be present in the moment and to discover even what is joyful for you here and now may not be joyful tomorrow or you know, even the next minute and to notice where the judgments are there because i think that that really locks things in place doesn't it 
it makes things very fixed. Like we, you know, we learned all these, the judgments about what's spiritual and what isn't spiritual. That definition is morphing right now. I think everyone is going to find that two years from now, what you thought was spiritual, you're going to laugh at. <laughs> really, because it's expanding. It's getting bigger. We're holding more light. And these little fixed, you know, boxes and labels and potholes that we're in are, you know, they're, they're ludicrous. I mean, they may have gotten us to a certain place, you know, but all of those definitions, and especially, yeah, the judgments, like how you judge yourself. Like sometimes when you need to just put your mind somewhere, something like that, like, you know, sitting and watching something, all of your other energies are doing something else. And we've been taught, oh, that. And the minute you catch your mind saying, oh, that's not spiritual, oh, delete that one, ask, you know, <laughs> ask that that be shifted because this is, we're learning the truth of that, a deeper, higher, wider, broader truth of what spirituality actually is, what being our authentic essence really is. And, you know, there are those who will hear this and say, oh, well, I know what's right and, I'm, I'm, and I know what's wrong. Great. If you, that's your bubble and you want to live in it, great. That's what you came here to do. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Gaia will support you in that for a while. But if you're commitments to spirit are to evolve in consciousness then that's what's happening all the old definitions are being shaken loose refined some of them will stay a bit the same many of them will just be completely different and so you do something like that where you just say i'm just going to put my body down what you're really doing is putting your mind down giving it something to distract it on purpose Mm -hmm. so that all of the other energies can move there's nothing wrong with that now if you find yourself doing it seven by 24 for a fortnight (laughs) I worry. <laughs> you know? That's old couch potato. That's not. You know? Yeah, that's not what we're talking about. See, those are those are the judgments that show up. No, I'm doing something wrong. Oh well, no. The moment, like your joy will change in the moment. If it feels joyful, go with it. Yeah. And also, watch is your ego co-opting the joy. You're like, oh my gosh, I have to worry about that too. No, you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> but just sort of feel, is this really the true, joyful, uplifting, and or just what I need to be doing in the moment? Because I just need to put my mind watching something silly so that all this energy can shift. Especially when you're going through an intense transition. Sometimes you have to do that. You know, it's different from walking through the day-to-day and being distracted by all the other little stuff, you know, in the that where you want to put your mind because right now with the amplification of this chaos it will create more of it and that's about the last thing any of us needs yeah exactly <laughs> so what are some tools or resources that you recommend for anyone going through these times at the moment really create the time we don't say make time because you know things are very timeless right now and that doesn't work but create the space or the earth space time or whatever for yourself each day somehow even just for a few minutes everyone's going through all kinds of stuff logistically and big stuff everything's up for everyone everything that was left over from the last cycle spun into this chaos and the opportunity is either do it deal with it in other words or drop it. So say you've been procrastinating on something for years, months, weeks now. You have a point right now where you can decide, choose, well, I'm going to deal with it in whatever way, or I'm going to just take, just cross it off the list. 
because clearly that doesn't bring me joy. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, if it's something like, oh, taxes or paying a bill or whatever, you know, procrastinating about those things is just silly. If you just put it, put it on your schedule or write it down and do it, do the diligence on the day, it isn't an issue. It doesn't nag at you. And thanking spirit, using the gratitude process of thank you that this is taken care of. You know, thank you that my bills always get paid. Thank you that there's always plenty of money to do that. Thank you that the resources are there. And trusting, no matter what it looks like, that they will be. And there's, there's an interesting dance there between what some people call magical thinking. If you just sit there and wish your bills away, that's called magical thinking. But if you're actually inviting your essence in inviting source to move through you to take care of it. That's something else. And then take the action steps like doing the actual paying of it or whatever. So, you know, tool one gratitude, really moving into your own connection, your spiritual connection, your connection with essence, with the source, the force, God, you know, the divine mother, whoever, whatever, however you choose to address all that is, you know, the words don't matter. And, creating the space time whenever every day to really be in that and letting that take over more and more and more. You know, in the, the people that, that I mentor, we talk about being the field and that's, it's kind of a weird esoteric concept. It's not as new age as it sounds about a cornfield here. Um, we're talking about, you know, you are the infinite. And that's just, for most people in the day to day, it's like, oh, that's just not practical. Well, to let that move through you though, and guide your actions. It's like talking about the actions. That is the most practical thing you can do. And there comes a refinement. We're all in it right now where we take only the actions that are guided by that. You feel that flowing through you. And you take only those, what is sometimes called inspired action, but we take only the actions that we feel flowing through us inherently, that it's just natural, brings us joy. And, you know, I've had people say, well, that's you know, it's the most practical thing you can do. It's not practical while you're learning it because you still have to kind of do diligence because you're not sure what to trust or, you know, well, these actions have to be done anyway. And the practice that I was put through, you know, <laughs> um, as a gift from spirit was, well, make a list and you're only allowed to look at it twice a day, which for me, who wasn't, I was an avid list maker, only twice a day, you know. <laughs> Otherwise, turn it over, you know, you can't put it on your computer where it can just sit there and you can look at it. That's cheating. But, and then offer it up all the time and just and make the commitment. I will take the actions I am shown to take as I am shown to take the meaning. Right? <laughs> you know, Yoda was right about that. <laughs> In about six weeks time, it had completely changed how I do everything. Mm. because during that time, a couple of things didn't get done and sort of fell off the list. And I did the usual, Oh no, this didn't get done. Well, it actually, as it turned out, had I done either of those things, one of them would have had to have been a complete do over mm. because the situation changed. It would have been a complete waste of effort. And the other one didn't need to get done because the situation changed and didn't need to happen. And I went, Oh, well that got optimized rather neatly. Didn't it? <laughs> and it wasn't, it wasn't, it was letting something else come through and guide it. So very practical. It just takes practice like anything else. Yeah, and that's what you were just describing now. That's really letting a source prioritize 
right? So therefore, when you, the more that you allow yourself to allow that to happen and to let that really flow through from within, I think one of the things that has been a bit of a, a distortion or maybe a little bit of a challenge as we're learning this process is that there's been this thing of like being grateful, for example, for things outside self. But really, I feel like the switch that is happening is realizing that it's your source essence that is infusing into the situations. And that is where the gratitude flows. Grateful for. Yes. Mm. Exactly. That's the gratitude is, oh, Thank you that this flows through me and, and not letting your ego go up that and go, Oh, it flows to me. I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> everyone else calm down, yeah. you know, <laughs> but, but, but it is brilliant. It is special. It's like, Oh, look at what flows through me and handles things and, and really moving into the understanding, the humility of your mind couldn't have done that. Mm. You know, you could not have dreamed that up and little things. Sure. But, you know, no. And so the creating and the experience starts to become this adventure of, wow, I can't wait to see how source is going to handle this. Mm-hmm. And knowing, especially when it's a really, you know, gnarly tangled, you know, <laughs> and, and she's like, wow, well, thank you. Thank you, source, that it sorted. Thank you that it sorted. Mm. And I will take the steps I'm shown to take because that's my responsibility. And let's see. And things that happen that are amazing. Constantly, your life becomes this just dance of amazement. Mm. Well, I love that. Years ago, when I first heard you talking about this and saying, saying, oh, thank you, Source, for already having taken care of this and showing me the steps. And then that wonderment, like a childlike sense of, oh, I wonder how Source is going to take care of this one. Especially if it was something that my mind considered to be something really practical, such as money showing up or business showing up or, you know, whatever the things happen to be. This is interesting too, because it's like there's levels of judgment held within wherever they come from as to the practical things are difficult to let them be manifested. And the, mm-hmm. you know, just the other things are um, easy. <laughs> so, so I made notes everywhere to remind myself. <laughs> exactly, remind the mind to let the mind be completely shifted. Your config file shift completely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know it's funny because um, it really takes listening, and it's the inner commitment and the follow through is important. Not just the okay, I choose for this change yet. Yeah not going to do it. I commit. To, I will take the action steps I'm shown and doing it. And you'll miss a few, but then don't beat yourself up for that. Like I used to tell people do a little end of day review, not a scorecard, but just what were my, what now, because that's judgment and that doesn't help. But what were the, I received today? What were the intuitive you know, guidance that I received today? What, what ones did I follow up on? And you just start to see it's practice. how did I do? You know, but not scoring, not judging. Because the minute you judge yourself or someone else, it's a problem. So, for example, the practicality of this, I have an acquaintance who was being given guidance, was saying, I don't know what to do next. I don't know what to do next. I have to change my job. I have to do this. And I said, well, what's the guidance that you're receiving every day? Well, I don't know. Well, you know, that's frustration talking. We all get there. And I said, well, okay, what showed up today? And she goes, well, you know, it's the strangest thing. I keep walking past this restaurant on the way back to my flat, advertising, you know, that they're hiring. And I said, really? And it keeps showing up for you. 
And now this is someone who works in, you know, is, is a professional, has been for years, is very educated, is a little bit overqualified for a restaurant job. And I said, really? Well, have you ever walked in to talk to anyone? She's like, well, I don't want to be a server. I don't want to work in a restaurant. I said, no. See, this is where we misread breadcrumbs. No one said you were going to go in and apply for that job. But if that sign, literal sign in a window <laughs> showing up for you and you keep noticing it, then one possibility is that they just have a really strong sign. And they're good marketers. And the other project, the other possibility, though, which is very probable, is if you were to walk in there and talk to someone, you would make some kind of an energetic networking connection that will lead to something else. It's not like this breadcrumb is going to solve my problem. Everyone wants a silver bullet right now. Mm. They don't exist. It's that breadcrumb will lead to something else. And so I kept asking her, well, well why, why wouldn't you just go in and talk to someone? Oh, I don't want to go in there. They have a bar. You know, like it's not spiritual. I'm like, hmm. well, most restaurants and pubs in the world do. What <laughs> it's see, it's it's that judgment coming in, the self judgment. Mm. Where I mean, I don't know because you know the person never never did it, and that's fine because there will always, source will always show up something else. But we miss opportunities all the time because we judge them on the surface. Mm -hmm. If that particular restaurant or pub or whatever was full of drunken idiots, I wouldn't walk in there either. But is there something, you're getting a sign there, so what is the sign telling you instead of, oh, I don't want that? You know, because part of, part of the weird human thing is we beseech source and we say we know source has our best interests at heart and then source makes something show up and we say, oh, I'm always being punished. I'm always being given the this is the thing I didn't want. It's like, even like the law of attraction teachings, it's like, oh, well, that's a powerful manifestation of what you don't want. And you laugh and then you refine your attraction patterns. The, the underlying truth of it is like your judgment is being shown to you. Mm-hmm. So that you can recognize that. Oh, I have a judgment here. Ask for the truth. The truth might not be to walk into that door, but what's the truth here? And then it's easy to say, oh, I'm just being shown a judgment. Well, that didn't get rid of it, did it? <laughs> <laughs> no. So it's like, well, should I not judge? No, you should just absolutely. But judge, it just labels something. It puts something in a box that might have a treat in there for you. There might be something there that's a little nugget that will lead you to something else, or who knows? Maybe there is a silver bullet and no one's discovered it yet because they're judging. <laughs> we <Yeah>. don't know. <laughs> yeah, and I, I remember I think Greg Braden uh, who said, "I said, oh, if you want to hide the truth, then put it in plain sight, right?" So maybe sometimes something is so damn obvious that you don't staring you in the face and you don't see it. So yeah, <laughs> that's a great story. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Beautiful. So yeah, it's allow. I think one of the other things is times thinking, oh, you know, this is tying into the judgment energy in a way as far as wanting and wanting implying lack being separate. And so therefore you keep on creating more of what you do not have or what you think you don't have. And so the judgment, it keeps perpetuating. Exactly. It's a self-fulfilling pattern within you. Mm-hmm. They're out to get you. Well, sometimes, but there's nothing out there to get you. It's like, you're, this is a self-fulfilling pattern that's created by judgment, avoidance, aversion. Well, I don't want that. Well, okay, what if you ask truth to come in and show you what the situation really is? It might still not rest. 
You can also ask to be optimized so that your resonance navigates you all the time. And the reason people don't do that completely is they're afraid of it. I'm going to get navigated into something I don't want. It's like, yeah, well, maybe, most of the time not. But if you say, oh, this is really what I don't want and it keeps happening, you created that cosmic two by four. So why aren't you listening to it? Ask for the truth and it will dissolve into what you, what really does need to happen. And then really sitting in the vibration of thank you that I have exactly, not just what I need because, oh, I'll have what I need, but not what I want. No, we're, we're moving now into thank me joy mm. and then that is interesting so i was having a chat the other day with someone i thought what that will stir up is the old you know no pain no gain so therefore feeling like the program you know that said therefore if you choose to make yourself priority number one in these energies that means as far as i gather aligning with what it brings you joy yet that is in complete contradiction to what however many years of programming have said. And so if you go for it, it brings you joy, you're being called selfish, you're being called irresponsible, you're being called all sorts of things. And it's like this program gets activated. It feels like you need to slap on the wrist or whatever. Punishment, punishment, reward. There are so many layers in here. Wow. Yeah, yeah exactly. And the truth is, the, the deeper truth that comes through is you're asking for thank you what brings my essence joy. Thank ah. you for me, not what brings my ego joy because it won't that's a really good refinement there asking for what brings my essence joy yeah to each of us no one can tell you what that is mm. you know but neither can your ego no <laughs> and that's what everyone's learning all of us are learning that like oh the egoic want is this or the egoic desire is this there's nothing wrong with desire we need it to create mm. but and it's not Back, it's perceiving, oh, wouldn't it be cool to create this? That's where that energy comes from. Ask any entrepreneur that's ever been successful. This, I want to create this just because it would just be cool and fun. And why not? You know, the joy of it. And, and that's, there's different. And then also for those who are spiritual, you know, whatever your shifting definition of that is, you know, realizing that sometimes when someone wants to create from what you would perceive as ego, that's what they're here to do. Mm -hmm. And so maybe for you, it's letting your essence navigate you somewhere else mm -hmm. because that doesn't be their path. That might be what resonates for them. Right. And that then brings back to letting go of the judgment and using discernment to what resonates. Yeah. And go play there. <laughs> yeah. You are to discern is you are source. You are the source essence that moves through you. You discern what, what, it's for you and what does not absolutely but for somebody else maybe they're here to have that particular egoic experience oh, such a juicy conversation huh? <laughs> oh this is great all right so let's just wrap up our call here for now uh, anything else that you would like to share <laughs> just this. Oh, just, just do the best you can because that's, that's what we're all doing. And don't beat yourself up if you think you didn't do that today because the likelihood is that you did. And that we're all learning what the best we can is in a whole new way. And the best we can is to follow that, that joy.
Beautiful. Thank you, Nalini. Wow. For everyone watching, listening, if you'd like to find out more about Nalini, then you can go to chaliceofwisdom.com or go to fieldtuning.com. And I would recommend visiting both websites. They're both beautiful, offering different things on both the sites. And yeah, so allow yourself to have an experience of that. And Nalini, for being here again and for sharing this beautiful conversation and until we meet again go forth let joy be your guide to a life that is worth waking up for every day and many joyful blessings thanks for listening to the divine joy circle with tina van leuven visit innerdelight.com to learn more about tina's fabulous new divine joy circle membership offering and claim the money and miracles treasure chest including meditations to boost your joy and money mojo.